Are you experiencing excessive hair growth on your chin, face, or abdomen? Hair loss around the frontal hairline and or on the sides? Are your menstrual cycles irregular? You could be suffering from polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. Hello, thank you for listening to Thyroid Hair Loss Connection Podcast, a science-based, honest, candid conversation about how your thyroid affects your hair. You will learn practical solutions to hair growth, healing your thyroid, and balancing hormones with holistic nutrition approach and the latest treatments. Your hosts, me, Natalia Sanzo, a registered dietitian, aka Nashville Thyroid Expert, and Kimberly Vaughn, a board-certified trichologist, hair loss specialist, and coach. To stay up-to-date on the latest topics, make sure to subscribe to our channel. We also cannot do this without you. Send us a question to the link below and tune in each week for the answers. Now, let's head to the show. Polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS, is a really challenging subject. With the top researchers in the world conducting ongoing clinical trials and studies with still no factual answers to what really is PCOS and why are more than 50% of all women subject to this condition. Natalia, it's great to see you today. How are you? I'm doing fantastic and I'm very excited about this topic um, and I'm glad that we're covering it because there are so many women present with the syndrome. Mm-hmm. PCOS is a really challenging topic, as I mentioned. And in today's episode, um, my goal is to break it down just a little bit and to offer information on the condition and suggestions and ways to determine um, if our listener might have some symptoms leading toward PCOS. Um It is an underlying cause of hair loss, and we know that there are tremendous uh, correlations to Hashimoto's and thyroiditis. Absolutely, because research actually shows that women with PCOS are three times more likely to have Hashimoto's than women without this hormonal syndrome. And while the exact cause of both disease is unclear, researchers suspect that genetic factors and, of course, environmentals play a role in the onset of both of these conditions. So a lot to factor in, right? Genetics, environmental, um, really the entire condition playing havoc on a woman's body, mind, hair growth, hair loss. Um, It's just really complicated. But what we do know is PCOS can and is diagnosed by your general practitioner or a gynecologist. The condition is characterized by irregular or, as we've talked about earlier in the episode, um, irregular menstrual cycles or even missing those menstrual cycles or they're being more heavy or infrequent. Um, This is also due to the change in ovulation. High levels of androgens, which are our male hormones, weight gain, hair loss, 
And then this crazy, uh, just random hair growth in females are some of the top signs that we'll see. We'll dive into a few more of these in a, in a few moments. But, um, you know, even all of our major clinics are on board with this. And so Mayo Clinic and, and Cleveland Clinic talks about all the different symptoms and what they're trying to do in clinical trials and clinical studies. However, to date, scientists and healthcare providers know the two things, right? It's genetic, it's environmental, and these factors definitely contribute to the development of this polycystic ovary or ovary syndrome, which is PCOS. Thus, if PCOS is a matter of genetics and environment, we need to have varying tests and also varying ways to understand this condition. Because the symptoms of PCOS tend to run in families, i.e. genetic, the syndrome is probably caused, at least in part, by a change or mutation in one or more of your genes. Natalia, research has been conducted in animal models, and it even suggests that some cases of PCOS might be caused by genetic or chemical changes that actually occur in the womb when we're a fetus. It's crazy where it starts. That's crazy. It's scary. Um, It's scary to think about all the factors that we cannot control, but uh, luckily to our listeners and us, there are factors that we can control and we'll talk about them. That's right. Exactly. You know, many of the clients that walk through our door at HPI Hair Partners uh, come to us with a concrete, solid diagnosis from their healthcare provider. And the diagnosis is, yes, it's PCOS. Um, However, we also have just as many clients that walk through the door that are experiencing many of these same symptoms that we're, that we're covering in this episode, but yet have never even heard of PCOS and don't understand what exactly is going on. So for those of you listening, I just want to give you a few more symptoms that you want to be really aware of. Cleveland Clinic lists the most common symptoms of PCS as irregular periods. We mentioned that, um, you know, abnormal menstruation involves missing these periods or not having a period at all. It may also involve the heavy period cycle. Now, now you get into my world, right? Thinning hair. People with PCOS will notice diffused hair thinning throughout the scalp and can even see patchy thinning areas in random places. As we mentioned in the opening, you know, a lot of times in our clinic, we'll start to see the thinning and the shedding or the miniaturization in that frontal hairline, typically around our temples. And we describe it when you can't see it, um, is the hair that's in front of the ears. Also, we notice the thinning then kind of comes across the top of the head from ear to ear, kind of like where you'd wear your headband, right? Like a large, wide, one, two-inch headband there. That's where we start to see a lot of issues in these thinning cases, and many times it can point back to PCOS. Now, here's the crazy one, right? Um, Abnormal hair growth. So excessive facial hair 
and heavy hair growth on the arms, the chest, and the abdomen. This abnormal hair growth can affect up to 70% of this 50%, right, of all women that actually are diagnosed with PCOS. The rate of this abnormal hair growth is rapid. Um, So, you know, no more tweezing those few little hairs on your chin. Um, This is a considerable amount of hair. Um, Many times also when we see these little hairs on our chin or down on our neck, they're not just baby fine vellus hairs. These are actually dark terminal hairs that we see that just show up out of nowhere. Facial and body hair can be controlled though, okay? And we can get this out of our life, but we have to understand where it's coming from because just tweezing or just shaving is not going to be the best solution. We need to really consider laser hair removal for a situation like this because it is definitely something that's going to be ongoing in the body. One of the other symptoms is acne. So PCOS can cause acne, especially on the back, the chest, and also on the face. This acne may continue past teenage years and also might be very, very difficult to treat. Um, Think of cystic acne as we get older and those larger cysts and those areas that just take forever to get rid of. And so certainly medical management might be needed for this condition and this this symptoms. Obesity is another one. About 80% of the women in this population with PCOS have a tendency to be overweight um, or have obesity in their family have trouble losing weight, and are is typically coupled along with the other symptoms that we've talked about. There's a few others that um, the clinic also mentions, one being some dark patchiness on the skin. And you know, it's funny, um, my grandmother had this, and I just thought it, they were age spots. You know how you look at skin and you go, oh, that must be from age spots. You know, So now we're constantly thinking, well, let's use a whitener. Let's use the brightener You know, to fade this. Sadly, that doesn't get to the core of the problem because it's truly being changed by the hormonal system in the body. Absolutely. Kimberly, you know, for a second, I thought you were talking about Hashimoto's and all the (laughs) symptoms because um, surprisingly or not surprisingly, um, PCOS and Hashimoto's have so many of those symptoms in common and no wonder they go hand in hand. And some of those common symptoms include, of course, like you said, weight gain, mm-hmm. uh, hair loss, infertility, and one an- another one is insulin resistance. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Kimberly, you know, diet and exercise are the most fundamental ways for our clients to manage insulin levels and control PCOS symptoms. And some of those fundamental ways are, we're talking about like eating low glycemic index foods, right? Uh, Balancing protein and carbohydrates, making sure that we eat whole whole foods, real foods, right? And mostly plant-based sources. I think those are uh, the basics. 
That's right. No, such great information, Natalia. And, you know, that leads into my next point is that, you know, whether it's PCOS, whether it's Hashimoto's, whether it's telogen effluvium and an aggressive hair loss, all of these start with the core whole body approach. And it's so extremely important that we take control of our health. And if we're experiencing any of these symptoms, certainly that we've discussed today, that we get to a provider, get those labs taken. Let's talk to a hormone specialist. Let's talk to a trichologist such as ourselves or a hair loss specialist or a dietitian to try to dive in to see what we can do and really truly manage our own personal care and health. HPI, of course, you know, treats a lot of individuals with PCOS, alopecia areata, I mean, you name it, all forms and conditions of hair loss. But I think the most important thing, especially for our listeners today, is just, I think my takeaway for you is that I want you to really think about these symptoms. Think about what's going on in your body. If you do not have a gynecologist, a functional medicine in your neighborhood or your city, your community, don't hesitate to reach out to Natalia or I because we want definitely want to start with some traditional lab tests and look at your hormone levels to see what's going on. From there, from a genetic perspective, um, we perform an epigenetic hair follicle test, which looks at the environment and all the conditions that be can be causing some of these issues to only magnify and intensify in the body. Natalia also has an amazing um, testing regimen that she does, especially the one that I like is the gut testing and the stool testing. Um, And then for those of you who are having these crazy bouts of this unwanted hair in ridiculous places on your body, consider talking to a laser hair removal clinic because it is something that is genetic. And so if we're dealing with an ongoing problem, This is something that truly needs to be treated ongoing and not looked at as an easy or a quick fix. Absolutely, Kimberly. You know, knowledge is power, and that's what we give our listeners. And it's up to them to put those... uh, pieces together and realize that, okay, if I have PCOS, I need to be screened for Hashimoto's. Or if I have Hashimoto's, I need to be screened for PCOS. And uh, you and I, we can help our listeners do so. Oh, totally. And, you know, that being said, there will definitely be some links at the bottom here um, for our testing opportunities, for consultations, uh, for Natalia and I to try to understand what is going on with your particular situation today. And then we can move forward with whatever testing that might be needed for you. Listeners, it's been great to be with you today. Um, We hope that we've answered a few of your questions and we've dug in a little bit deeper to this crazy topic of PCOS. And we're always excited to have you. We know that you love um, listening to us. And so when you do that, the only way we know how much you love us is to certainly subscribe and share it with your friends that are having any of these conditions or symptoms. Until the next time, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.